So what was Jesus talking about? When he said, I want to build or bring a fire upon the earth, that I've come for division and not for peace. I must admit that when he was speaking those words, I thought of the summer that we had where there were parts of cities that were burning. Is that what Jesus was talking about, to bring fire upon the earth? Or the forest fires that we've been experiencing on a regular basis during the summertime, even over in Europe this year. Is that what Jesus was talking about? Or was he talking about dividing people politically like we find ourselves today, polarizing society and separating people out as opposed to being unified? Was he speaking from a political perspective? I wondered all of those things, at least initially. But then I said, nah, there's got to be something more spiritual and really more profound than what I just came up with. And indeed, I believe that is what's happening. So let's, let's consider Jesus' words about fire and division in terms of, firstly, what we heard of in the first reading with Jeremiah. That poor guy. He was called by God to be a prophet, and he was faithful to the end. And at one particular point in time when he was lamenting against God, he said, I think you duped me. You fooled me in terms of what you wanted me to do. This is too much for me. But he said, I cannot be silent because your word that you give to me burns within the very marrow of my bones and I have to speak it. And boy, was Jeremiah speaking God's word today in that first reading and people didn't care for it. Do you know what he was saying? We didn't quite hear that. But the, the kingdom of Judah had already been conquered by the Babylonians. They hadn't gone into the city and, and burned it. But that's what they, the, the people of Judah were afraid, that the Babylonians would come in and burn their city. Right now, they were being besieged. So that's why they were referring to famine. They just didn't have the supplies that they needed in order to support life. And okay, Now here is what Jeremiah was saying. Give up. Essentially, surrender to the Babylonians and go along with them. Thus said the Lord. And, and that was like putting your, your fingers and your hands on sandpaper and rubbing it back and forth as far as what individuals heard when Jeremiah said that. So there were people who were really upset. And that's why they lowered him into a cistern so that he would die and he wouldn't be able to say anything anymore because the words that he was saying were being very demoralizing to the people and to the soldiers. And individuals there in Jerusalem were pretty desperate. But that was God's word. Give way to the Babylonians. And we can see where there would be a little division that was happening because of God's word being spoken. The truth was being spoken directly from God, and it caused division amongst the people. So what's that all about? Has God come to divide us, to, to separate us from one another? No, God sends us his word 
because his word is the truth. And when he speaks his word and the truth, sometimes it's going to stir us up inside, and we're not always going to like it, nor are we going to be comfortable with it. He's come, he speaks his word, in order to divide us from that which is not of him, that which in our lives, as well as in our world, is not godly, that causes us to fail, to sin, or to fall away from the truth that God speaks. That's what this division is all about. And then Jesus is speaking, I've come to set a fire on this earth that goes right along with separating us from what is of God and what is not of God in our lives. And when he's talking about setting a fire on this earth, part of what we can understand it of being is that, just think of Jesus's heart and the sacred heart of Jesus. And sometimes you see it depicted in art with kind of, it's engulfed in flame or there's a flame right above his heart. And that symbolizes the fire the flame of God's love, a love that wills your good rather than his own, a love that is interested in you rather than God being interested, if you will, in himself. It is a love that is vulnerable, but also a love that affects us in a way that sometimes we're not necessarily always comfortable with it. Because the love of God being shared or being, if you will, spoken to our hearts, the center and core of our being, is going to say that, you know what? You can't be navel gazers. You can't be egocentric. You can't be saying that my life is all about me. You can't be constantly and metaphorically looking at yourself in a mirror because that's all you're going to see about yourself, about life, and about others. The fire of God's love has come to divide you from anything that is selfish about you, anything that is selfish that leads you to sinfulness, to call you away from that, because that is what is destroying you. So the fire of God's love, dividing you, if you will, from the selfishness that you experience in your own self or me and mine, will address those areas of your life that are sinful, that are not growthful, that are not healthy, that, that are weak because you don't want to work on things to improve things in your life. His love will speak to that, the fire of his love. And sometimes that's going to make you uncomfortable because you're being asked to divide yourself, to, to, to be drawn away from anything that is harmful to you, that God sees as being harmful to you, even though you want to cling to it, even though you may want to possess it, even though you may not want that to go away. The fire of his love is to separate you from that which is not good, that which is evil in your life. And further, that, that fire of his love, as it's communicated to you through God's word, through God's presence, through his graces, also will will call you away, will cause a division, that would be God's desire, from anything in our culture today that is not of him. 
any ideas, any movements, any people who would be destructive in your life or in the lives of others, and to, to separate yourself from that, because that is not the truth. That is not healthy. That ultimately is not love in and of itself. Be separated. Be gone from any or all of those things that take you away from me that are in the world today, that you may value more than me, your power, your prestige, your possessions, and your pleasures. And you know, people have experienced that in their lives, that, that the fire of God's love that is, has separated them from anything that is not of God. And we have to be truthful to say that some of those people have experienced persecution. They've been canceled. And even to the point of having experienced martyrdom because the fire of God's love has touched them and affected them in such a way that they are divided from those who think that their way is the right way, when really it isn't. It's the harmful way. So there, there is a point to God's love that when we experience it, that we may find that there can be conflict in our own lives because we choose to follow the one who loves us and the one that we grow to love ourselves and that we choose to desire more in terms of God's love than the love, if you will, that we find in this world today, or the things and the people that we find in this world today. Jesus came to set a fire on this earth. He came to bring us unto himself and to divide us, if you will, from the evils and the harmful nature that we can find in the world today. That can be a little uncomfortable, can it? But that, brothers and sisters, is part of the kingdom of God. That is part of the choice that we make to receive God's love, to taste of it, to experience it, to know, as St. Augustine said, of its fragrance in our lives. And, and, and once we have experienced that, then, as Augustine said, we want more of it. We, we, we desire more of it because we know that it is the way, it is the way of truth, and it is the way to eternity, the way to unity with God. Knowing his love and experiencing it and responding to it by our words, by our actions, by our thoughts, and how we conduct our lives. And when we know that love, we want more. Jesus did come then to light a fire on this earth. He did come then for division in terms of what we said today in order that we will know him and that we will join him first as building the kingdom here on this good earth as well as ultimately to join him in eternity in heaven.